and our Rugby World Cup brand expert is a good friend of mine. Well, actually, friend's probably pushing it a little bit because I only talked to him when I talked to him on the radio. Hello, Kevin Putt. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely great, mate! Absolutely brilliant. So, so lovely to hear your voice again. How's life at King's College? Oh, King's College—it's—it's it's made better by the box and the All Blacks making the final. Eh? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, let's let's. Well, the the most recent game was the Springboks, and how would you? How would you? What summation would you give that Springbok performance? Oh, look, they'll be looking at the the result, which means they're in a final. And, and, I mean, that's common sense. But they've also got some really clear direction on what they've got to fix. I mean, their line-out faltered at times, uh, a couple of them not straight. Worse than that, their, their drive, which has been perceived to be such a strength. Um, they'll tie that up. But, I mean, we're going to have the two strongest defences in the competition, two strongest scrums two dodgiest discipline records. I mean, it, it, it could be an absolute Actually, flip and smash there. That's, that's a really interesting point because I, I was going to bring that up when you talked about discipline when we had a, a yarn about the All Blacks. So we might as well talk about that, na- yeah. that now. So what is it? Three yellow cards and a red card. The three yellow cards coming in the knockout game uh, games. Yeah. Excuse me. Discipline. Now, this will be critical in the big dance. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's it's one of these things that, you know, the, if you go back through the World Cup finals, they've been won by small margins in these stage, and therefore penalties are absolutely key, but also 10 minutes without them. But I guess someone will come back at you and say, well, have a look at how we handle ourselves against Ireland, 20 minutes without players on the field, you know, with only 14, should I say, and, and we still managed to, to manage it. But World Cup's probably got a little bit more edge around it, hasn't it? So, I mean, the, the ridiculous one we gave away with uh, Scotty Barrett in, in that game. But South Africa have their own issue with them as well. Yeah, all right. Well, let's talk about South Africa because I'm sure you're rooting for them all the way on the edge of your seat. When you saw RJ Snayman score, did you think there and then that was the defining moment to get them back in the game? Oh, oh, common sense score-wise it was, but yeah. it was more about how it actually came about. They, they, they took a line-out, and they'd been inept and, and getting no go for it. Mm. And as England absolutely smashed it, you saw Ferretti come off on the side, and I just thought, well, that's you know exactly as Borthwick, the English coach, said afterwards. They find a way, and they did exactly that. When they were expecting the drive, they came away on an individual run, gave it to, you know, the, the Viking is about seven foot flipping <laughs> tall, and they were never going to stop him. Um, it, it was the start of the end. Um, yeah, it was really great play. Yeah, uh, the one thing I'm, I keep going through in my head about this one is it's almost as if it was England's to lose, and they did because they they play, they were playing a way that no one expected them to play, and, and they've been pretty. And no one picked them to be there for a start, but just the, the, their outside backs were so strong. Their carry so Etoja, I thought, was enormous. Yeah, look, I, I've got to be honest that, that I, I saw their game plan as kick from the halfback and a bit of line defence, run up and bat it back. And, and it brings a lot of risk and reward into the game. And they got a lot of it right. Um, you would have seen at the end when they had to actually run the ball and potentially try and win the game, mm. they were reasonably inept in, in, yeah. at that situation. So, I mean, they gave their best chance throughout the game, but South Africa managed to find a way to get into the lead, and they just don't have enough to take. Was it a needs-must situation with uh, the South African coach clearing the bench? 
Well, look, I mean, I, you've got to look at uh, how they took Leibok off at, uh, you know, before half time. That, that's, I, I was doing a bit of commentary with it, and the, 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 the point was made that that can be psychologically damaging to a young man, and that, but. The way South Africa have done this, it, it, it's not the first time it's happened. They make calls on the team that they believe are in the best interests of the performance in terms of getting the result. And they did exactly the same with their bench, and they've done it consistently. They make changes. They back all of their players on the team. Um, you know, it, it was significant, and they don't get the drop in performance that a lot of other teams. All Blacks, you start taking the bench away. They, they have small sort of... Uh, uh, sort of tweaks in what they're doing and, and their go for it. But South Africa, they're just abrasive and they stay abrasive. Hondro Pollard, what a story, huh? Oh, beautiful, eh? I, I mean, <laughs> you knew it was coming, though. You knew it was coming. Um, it was predetermined by a few people. Oh, they'll go for the scrum penalty. Sure enough, it comes, and uh, good on them. I wouldn't understand that scrum penalty if you if you if you tried to explain it to me. Can you explain it to me? And I mean, was oh, look, was it a fair scrum penalty? Oh look, I've I've played the game for yonks, and I I think I know a reason about. It. I would have tossed a coin and gone either way. I seriously, but I, I you know that the pressure comes when you're putting the ball, and ref's going to find something. Apparently, a knee did hit the ground. This it constitutes mm. X, Y, and Z. Who who cares? <laughs> uh, the, the, the game's the game. Yeah, I tell you what, one thing I thoroughly enjoyed in both matches was actually hearing the, the communication of the ref to the players. They must have done something, uh, they must have upped the game because I think that's a really valuable tool for those of us that aren't totally entrenched in rugby. Well, I'd, I'd go further. I think that they've taken a, a, a card out of the rugby league uh, handbook and you'll see that when they're playing they'll call them by first names mm. now that's something I noticed in league a few years ago and I thought wow that's really personal but yeah. it does personalise it and the leagueies, uh, sorry the, the rugby that they've got at the moment they keep reselecting these guys that are very personalised and very capable at holding relationships with the players and holding them to account so uh, you know you can have your, there'll always be our criticisms because rugby is such a technical sport but by goodness the refs have done a reasonable job. I think too the, the way the referees spoke respectfully to the players sometimes in, in rugby league you will find a, an odd referee that will you know get a bit snarky or a bit <laughs> toey and I just thought the way they showed respect to the players and the skippers was on point. What was also on point was the All Blacks. Uh, many people are calling it a pretty do-a game. It was a bit of a, a training run, but I don't care, you know. I looked at the way that All Black team has been playing it. They just love running rugby now. I'm loving it. I mean, this could be an absolute cracker uh, defensively for both sides. Oh, look, I think half of New... No, probably three-quarters of a New Zealand would be cheering for the All Blacks to win this game so Ian Foster can turn around to his employer that's showing no support, respect or, or trust in him and give him the old bird. You know, um, so, so you're 100% right. I think they are playing some fairly decent rugby, but by the way, it won't be, you know, who's playing the finest rugby. This is going to be an absolute so, brutal. So, so, you, so you, don't, you don't think it'll be as free-flowing? I mean, we know it's not going to be as free-flowing, but what, what impresses me is that they're not afraid now to just run deep, run from deep. Yeah, well, we've seen that a couple of times now. Um, South Africa doing exactly the same. That didn't happen on the weekend, but 
um, against France, they were getting Colby with the ball, flipping 40 metres back, running, he only weighs 78 kgs, running into the opposition and then kicking from subsequent phases, which was a bit of a change of plan. I just like these two teams have got an ability to run, they've got an ability to kick, and they can also play that first phase dominance as well. So you're dead right, it's going to be a, an enthralling game. And Kevin, I'm a, I'm a great, I'm a, great, a big fan of Brodie Brutalic, but I wonder whether I'm missing the boat a little bit here and that maybe Sam Whitelock is the Ford talisman yeah, oh, look, we're, we're going to find out in a few days' time. I can't help but my gut feel is going to be Barrett won't get the slap on the wrist for being a naughty boy and putting his yeah. hand up in a ruck and going off with a yellow card. He's mm. got to be there for the contesting and that. I think that they've got to start with Ritalik, I really do, yeah. and, and I think they've got to bring Whitelock from the bench, and, that, and that's through nothing else but employing your best at the times that's needed. Having said that, if it's Whitelock followed by Ritalik, I have no problem with that either. This is, you know, why these guys get paid a decent amount of money is because they'll make these big calls and, and we'll support them appropriately. I just think I just think you're right on this one because Brody is one of these guys. He's just a monster. He's a beast. And he's, he's up against real beasts in that South African pack. Well, yeah, you, you actually need to go into this. You don't take a knife to a gunfight. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I agree with Ritalik. He... He is, uh, he's a bazooka that you're taking into the war. So, uh, yeah, it'll be good. But having said that, South Africa are just bonkers. You know, they've got a Peter Steff de Toy who, who's playing on the blind side, who's, you know, Man Mountain as well. It's it's just going to be... I, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to it for the, the sleight of hand opportunities rather than this physicality oh. that we're talking about. Gosh, you talk about sleight of hand, you start thinking about uh, Richie Mawala and uh, Rico Yuwani and, and Mark. I thought Talia coming back and the impact that he had by getting busy was quite substantial. Oh, look, he would have always played. He's obviously been a naughty boy. We're not to know what's got up on, you know, people might know, but it's good who that they, you know, yeah, 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 exactly. Who cares? Um, what he did do, and, and he, you would have seen, he started taking one-off runs instead of giving it to the forwards. And he's a little bit like Colby. He, he's got this ability to move his hips before people are about to hit him. So you look like you're making a massive hit on this guy. Next thing, you're nearly falling off the tackle. And um, he's very, very good at getting you go forward. And that's one of those cheats ways of making it very hard to set your defensive line the next time. So it, it's not that he's that big and strong. It's that he's so elusive with his hip movement and it just makes it impossible to absolutely smash him oh he's he's got to play there's there's i know there's people talking fire nuku and 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 how you know he's he's so highly visual uh, going forward but uh talia's your man don't care about visual just want to win the match uh one of the key oh, yeah. battles which i know you will love uh smith against fuff to click how good's that one yeah and how good uh, is that one going to be oh that's oh, but i'm with you you've just said with fuff you're not talking about ryan starting the game. You know, it's got to be Fuff that starts it. I think that the box got that wrong on the weekend. Um, Fuff's got the better kick. He's he's uh, the more complete halfback. I, I believe they've got to start him, and that, for me, will be a fitting end, certainly to, to Nuggie's blimmin' career, yeah. but uh, it will also be the defining point of, of the whole match, in my mind. So you have split loyalties. And let's be blunt, that's fair and that's okay. So take your heart out of your, both of your hearts, split your heart in part. And, and what is your head saying if it's a dry game? Dry game, I honestly believe the All Blacks will win it. I, I believe they're playing expansive enough and the confidence uh, to do it. But most importantly, what they've turned around 
is their defensive system. They were exposed twice by Italy, which was just appalling on their outside D. Uh, And the next game up against Ireland, shivers. Bundy broke them once, and then they fixed it. One can only imagine uh, Smith or, or McLeod got in there and gave him a little bit of a pointer, but now Rico Awani's not on his heels, not getting caught in there. I'm feeling confident, mate. I, 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 I do think, though, the defences are so strong, it's still going to be won by kicks. I can't remember. Did you did you play with Fozzie? Yeah, yep. Fozzie and myself at Waikato yeah, for a that, good period. That's right. So I can't see him actually giving a a visual finger if they win the win the cup. I think <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually think he will be quietly walk away and smile and go, you know what? I was right. I did what I did, and I've won a World Cup. If that is to, the way it's going to turn out. Oh, Fozzie's class. Um, you know, it's, it, it, you're a hundred percent right. His moral values and everything of the sort. No, he he certainly wouldn't do that. But we'd all interpret it appropriately. Oh, of course we would. But he has he has maintained a an ethos that has been with this All Black team for a long time. It's not about the individual. It's about the team. And I think that's where he gets a big tick for me. And I don't care what anybody thinks of my opinion because my opinion's not important. Oh, mate, yeah, you, you, I think you've got many people supporting that. All right, mate. Hey, Paddy, it's always nice to talk to you. Uh, go and enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Thanks for giving us uh, some time this Labor Day Monday. Not a problem at all. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. That was Kevin Putt. Uh, he was our brand. Brands are experts in agriculture, covering your equipment, parts and service needs to help you succeed in the field. So Kevin Putt, our brand expert, says that a dry day or regardless, he is a firm believer the All Blacks will win the Rugby World Cup this coming Sunday morning. So on the Timber Bedpost text machine, why don't you give me a buzz and give me your predictions. Give us your numbers and why. Not just the score. Give me a score and then the numbers and let's just throw them out there and see if we can create some dialogue this afternoon. Uh, that's on the Timber Bedpost text machine, double eight double three. Temper and Bedpost range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body. So you can put your head and feet up in comfort, which I would like to do right now because I slept terribly having to get up and watch the... Uh, F1 Grand Prix this morning. Oh, a little bit of breaking news on that one. Uh, Joe, do you like Joe? Do you actually like Formula One? Be honest with me. I used to like it when I was single because the girls love it. Um, but well, the I've, girls love it more because of Drive yeah. to Survive now. No, that's why. Exactly. They they left after that, right? So, like, if, if you're a young single man, you needed to know about Formula One to talk about it in the clubs. <laughs> uh, but now that I've got a girlfriend, I don't follow it as much. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. Of course, the Irish, young Irish lass, right? Yeah, she's not so much. And she's more into her rugby. Um, oh, that's okay. Well, that's that's hap- that's happy for you. That's 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 fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Lewis Hamilton and Charlotte Clerk might be disqualified because of <clears throat> something underneath their cars it was out of whack, Ooh. and it was it, and it ground down. It was it's, it's a it's, they call it a, a board. It sounds weird, eh? like a piece of plank to regulate ride height, and it, it wore down more than it's supposed to wear down. So they could he could lose his second position. Uh, which would really affect his chance of coming second in the Drivers' Championship. Just a little something there. 0800-150-811 is the number. 0800-150-811 is the number if you want to call. Coming shortly, our post-game rap will remind you of how good the All Blacks were in that semi-final.